Hi there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Jason, hi. Hey, how, how are, are you? you? Good. Good. <laughs> it's becoming so formulaic, isn't it? This is Not our bad. 141st episode we're recording right now. Do you know that? Nope. 141st. You know I've never sat through and watched one of these or heard that. Ever. Never. Not once. Wow. Yeah, well, good to know. That's okay, because I do them, so I don't want to sit there watching it. <laughs> you, just, you just give your own your own thoughts? No, I'm just kidding. I listen to them once in a while, actually, I do. I, I try to listen for, like, mistakes that we make, you know? Or if we are doing things wrong or making it hard to listen to. Also, I like your I'm, voice. I'm sure that happens, <laughs> no, for sure. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, well, we uh, we did one last time on Bible yeah. translations, but we're trying to sort of cover some individual topics. And <clears throat> one of the yeah. things that's been in the news lately, I think heavily, is the whole LGBTQ movement. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. you know, I thought maybe we could talk to you yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't have one question, but I right. guess, like, what does the Bible say about it? Yeah. And this is a massive topic, but yeah. uh, what does the Bible... I guess as succinctly as possible. Yeah. What does the Bible say about it? And um, how do we then, how should we as Christians interact with those who are openly yeah. professing homosexuals? Yeah, there's so much yeah. there. So the, um, so the first thing we would say is just referencing the what the Bible says about homosexuality. Yeah. Romans 1, yep. probably the most, the most clear verses are yeah. verses 26 and 27. Yeah. Um, obviously, Paul says, God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural, in the same way the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men, committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. Okay. So um, there's been arguments lately that the Bible doesn't necessarily condemn homosexuality. It's just sure. pedophilia or sure. those types of things. But that text is interesting because Paul, in God's wisdom, Paul gives even a description of what the sin is yeah, so that there's absolutely. no question in anyone's mind that yeah. he's talking about homosexuality and he says it's wrong mm. it's sin mm. so first thing we would say is homosexuality is sin mm. we would not say homosexuality is worse sin than necessarily other sins right so uh so lust that's heterosexual uh, an unrighteous heterosexual fornic fornication type of relationship is not better mm -hmm. than homosexual acts of yep. those kinds. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, this the, the sin is sin, homosexual or heterosexual, those are sins. And actually when God gives a list of things that he hates in Proverbs chapter 6, he starts with pride and, and mm. you know, and deceit and those kinds of things in the heart. So, um, you know, we would say that those sins are actually bosom sins that are maybe even more dangerous or more more evil in one sense <clears throat> right. uh, before God. So it is a sin. It's wrong. The Bible condemns it. No question whatsoever. So someone who's acting out that sin in their life is sinning against a holy God. And so there's no such thing as a, as a, as a Christian who is actively participating in a homosexual lifestyle unrepentantly because okay. that's, that's wrong. It's yeah. evil. It's the same as saying, I'm a, I'm a Christian, I'm a bank robber, or I'm a Christian oh, and I kill people. Right. I, they're sins and those sins are evil and you can't continue to do them uh, without mm. repentance. And so mm -hmm. uh, homosexuality is unrighteous. It's sin. And mm. so uh, we just yeah. would say it that way. Yeah. Now there's that, that, that sort of opens a whole can of worms, obviously, in terms of culture and where we're at right now in yeah. our day and age. But that's what the Bible says about it. So mm -hmm. we just want to stand on what the text of Scripture says. And okay. we believe that that's, that God's design is for male and female and that, that any any change in that design is unrighteous. Right. How do we deal with the homosexual community right now? Right. And I think the answer is that we need to be very cautious. One of the things that Christians some Christians have done in times past is acted with hatred toward people who yeah. were different. Right. And obviously homosexuality being a sin, but is a sin, but 
just like any other sin, we don't want to hate yeah. the person who's doing the sin. In fact, just the opposite. We need to feel care and love for that person yeah. and desire to see them repent and turn from that sin. Yeah. Uh, and so we would say, rather than, no, we should not hate them. We should do the opposite. We should love them, yeah. uh, care for them, invite yeah. them to our homes, care yeah. for them, love them, yeah. have them to dinner, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and seek to win them over to Christ. Right. Seek to, to pull them into the truth of the mm. gospel and into the truth of Christianity. Uh, Jesus saves homosexuals, right? We know that actually because yeah. in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul actually lays out a list of of people that are sinners that that uh, that God saves. Yeah. Uh, in verse yeah. 6, he says uh, in, I mean in chapter 6 verse 9, he uh-huh. says, "Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals." Uh, 1 Corinthians 6:9, "Nor thieves, nor the covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the mm. kingdom of God." So he says these people who actively carry out these sins will not go to heaven. Right. Verse 11, "Such were some of you." Right? So Paul says, you were those things, right? Yeah. And the reality is they were doing those unrighteous sins, drunkenness and all those things, right. which include homosexuality, and yeah. yet they were saved, they were converted and brought yeah. to Christ. And yeah. so we want we want to love those people. We want to draw them to Christ uh-huh. with the yeah. love of Christ for sinners. And we want to communicate to them the good news that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. And they can trust that, rest in that reality. Yeah it's hard for those things because it does it becomes something that is really your identity it's yeah. who you are yeah. and it, so you when you come to Christ out of homosexuality you forfeit your identity mm. in so many ways uh, but that's okay we have a new identity in Christ right <laughs> for all of us yeah for all of yeah. us and so that's what God wants is for us to have this new identity mm-hmm. and to forfeit our old identity and come to him mm-hmm. and so we would say hey while it's a sin, God is in the business of saving sinners, and you have mm. you can be saved from that sin, yeah. and, and and saved not for just from that sin, but all the other sins that are in your life, right? All That's of not which are the only yeah, sin, of all of course. which are evil. But of that is course. where the identity the identity crisis will happen. Yeah. So, so it's very strong in that way, and yeah. I mean that could be not just for that sin, but if someone is committing some other immorality, right? right. You know, I mean, steeped in it, totally addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of the things we see all the time uh, in you know, someone who's a drunk, drunkard. Yeah, like and an alcoholic. The, yeah, yeah, an alcoholic. They have that lifestyle, right? And it becomes their identity. They're the guy at the bar. You know, yeah. they have friendships that are all associated with those things. Right. Very hard to extract yourself yeah. from those from those things. You literally have to forfeit your whole, you know, your whole self, your whole social yeah. life, all those things. And this is even more because it's sort of tied to your sexuality and your yeah. person and your body yeah. and those things. So it's even more intense. But possible uh, that Christ can save them. Of course. Um, if there's someone, if there, if we would send somebody to the book by Rosario Butterfield. Um, yes. Excellent book. Yeah. It's called The the uh, Secret Thoughts of an Unlikely Convert. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If, you, if you're mm-hmm. looking for information on uh, homosexuality and the wrestle with that, Rosario Butterfield is a great uh, resource for that. She was a yeah. active lesbian. She was married yeah. Uh, yeah. to a woman and a professor of queer studies at Syracuse University. Yeah. And through an amazing set of providences, came to Christ oh. and is now a strong believer. So, yeah. uh, if, if there's <laughs> a anyone who needs wife. a pastor's wife, <laughs> amazingly, so, so, so yeah. So, if yeah. there's someone who's struggling or wrestling with that, or even trying to think through homosexuality and God, the Bible, those yeah. things, and and Romans one twenty six and twenty seven isn't clear to them. That story, yeah, that story mm. is very helpful in ter- in terms of understanding. So, yeah, you can also yeah. find her testimony online, yeah, things exactly. like that. So it's really. This was powerful. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. Really good. Thank yeah, you. Totally, yeah. yeah. I know it's a sensitive topic. So, um, you know, of course, no, if no, you no. have any questions at all, feel free to put comments in the comment box below, or you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.